This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. I'm Joey. I love wrestling. I'm Nick. I love wrestling. I'm Steven. And I still hate wrestling. You Should Love Wrestling is a show where we try to convince Steven that he should love wrestling. You should love wrestling, WWE, cause I love wrestling, a lot of loving for me. We on the podcast, Joey Cliff, Nick, and Steven, but Steven ain't wrestling, gotta make him a believer. I'm all hoping that I love Rick Flair, The Undertaker, Tombstone on the chair. So tune in every week, cause we got a new guest. You should love wrestling, cause it's the best, yes. Whenever you shop on Amazon, you could support the show by going to boardwalkaudio.com forward slash you should love wrestling. Click the support our artist button and then shop on Amazon.com like you normally would. Mm-hmm. Those are the options. That's right, Steve. Yeah. All right. Uh, so this episode is about the Royal Rumble 2017 Royal Rumble match. We're recording this episode minutes after we watched the actual match itself. Yeah, it wrapped um, up about a half hour ago, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah um, multiple people have suggested that a good way to get Steven to love wrestling would be to throw a big Royal Rumble party and have him watch the Royal Rumble with a group of people. So we had uh, a lot of former guests at um, Nick and I's uh, palatious estate. Oh, it's so <laughs> yeah, huge. Yeah, yeah. They had to drive up our, our lavish driveway to well, get here with our lanterns. Yeah, 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 the valet took my car and then I had to walk two miles to get <laughs> yes, um, Yeah, yeah. To we, get it's to a Shitty, we have a shitty valet service. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, it's just such a it's a, such a beautiful walk up. Sure, it's yeah. great. It's yeah, very it's, it's really a treat. It's a feature. Yeah, but we yeah. Had, we had former guests and friends of the show. We had Gina Gusto here. We That's had true. Shane Hartline. That's true. Jesse Klein. Yep. Uh, lots of fun. Yeah, we and and the others. Yeah, Cameron uh, Rice was yeah, here. Um, Cameron Rice. We're trying to remember them. And, uh, Who else was here? I we want to make sure I got everybody. No, a common suggestion we did. I something that's very normal. We did a rumble pool. We had a bowl full of numbers. Every yeah. every guest drew a couple of numbers, and you know the numbers were one through thirty, and. Uh, Whoever was holding the number of the person that won the Rumble would get $10 venmo to the home. That's uh-huh. correct. Jason yeah. Wayne Christian was also here. Uh, the oh, winner of the $10 are friend Stephen Lowe. That's so right. congratulations Stephen Lowe. to Stephen Lowe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, I will this point is all out. <laughs> okay. You said this was very normal uh, that we're doing. This is very normal. I just want to assure all of our listeners this is very normal to do this 1 through 30 thing. But I, my favorite part of it was that you were like, we are going to get a special prize. You sent out an email. You're like, somebody's going to get a special prize. And then I know what happened was nobody put any effort into the prize between you two and we're like i don't know i guess it's like ten dollars yeah joey venmoed steven uh the other steven ten ten venmo dollars yeah yeah, yeah. And, and you can use those almost anywhere venmolers yeah we call them yeah yeah i mean <laughs> i'm just a busy person but anyway guys let's let's just jump into it joey's um, busy landscaping our palatial yeah. state okay um, we're gonna so. t- we're gonna talk about the match entrant by entrant to get steven's opinions on it in a mm-hmm. second but first off we just watched this match general thoughts what do people what does everybody think uh yeah so steven checked out for for really Really, the majority of the entire undercard and the main events up to the Rumble match. That's right. I so, really, not going to be talking much about that. Also, why did the why did they put the tag team title match on the pre-show? Mm-hmm. That's a whole other discussion for another story. Yeah, for yeah. Another day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, the Rumble match. Um, okay. So I'm pretty sure Triple H, as I said, well, everybody off, was here. You, Go ahead. Steve. Well, let's start with this. What numbers did you guys get? I got two thirteen. And 27. Do you remember who the wrestlers tied to those were? Yes. I figured we were going to go through it one by one. Cool. Let's go through. We go through who we get in there. So that was that ended up being Chris Jericho, Baron Corbin, and then uh, Enzo. Great. I I and our pool, uh, me and Joey both only dealt two because we had uh, uh, 11 people here. So I dealt, uh, I was, I I got 16, which was Seamus eliminated. Mm. And I got 18, Rusev eliminated. Okay. I got, um, let's see, 11. And 14. Yeah. 14 is Kofi Kingston. Uh, thought, he had, thought he had a good shot. thought Kofi Kingston had a good shot. You know, yeah. the New Day, we were thinking maybe that'll happen. You had number 11. 11, Ooh. James Ellsworth. Ooh. I immediately oh, wow. tore that sheet of paper up. <laughs> yeah. I, was gl- I will say that I was glad to see him in the match, and I loved yeah. Carmella's tights matching his T-shirt. That was a cool uh, a little detail there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, Steve, so, Stephen, what were, your, what were your thoughts on just, this was a party full of people loving wrestling? Yeah, you didn't watch anything. You finally shut your laptop. You watched the Rumble match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was doing as much work as I could uh, leading up to, I guess, I guess the actual Royal Rumble in the Royal Rumble. Yeah. I thought they were watching repeats of something else. I sincerely yeah. thought that. You thought we were watching just like repeats of like MASH or something? I, I Yeah, MASH. I Steven you were actually MASH. brought his own plexiglass Michael Cole's coal mine to do his work in and then came out that's right. to yeah. watch the Royal Rumble. Yeah. I don't get it, but I, yeah, that's what I did. Great. Yeah, it's a reference um, that Nick and I love. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Cole stuff. Um, wrestling. 
Yeah, you guys did your best, uh, your, your classic catering of uh, cheap pizzas from Little Caesars. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, we had every type of Dorito except for taco flavor. We had all the Doritos. Yeah, you guys wouldn't believe the number of Doritos that are available. People just kept bringing Doritos. Uh, I felt like I was in ancient Rome, yeah. Yeah. and it was wonderful. Um, yeah, you know, uh, some, some fun energy in the room. More than a few times, I was scared by the yelling uh, of everybody in the room. Uh, Jason Wayne Christian sneezed louder than I've ever heard anything happen before <laughs> and i jumped and then shane hartline laughed at me and i was like yeah i guess that's fair i shouldn't be i shouldn't be scared of such a uproarious sneeze but sure. i was sure um i think that yeah. when uh when ty dillinger came out at number 10 i made eye contact with you while i was screaming and you yeah. looked terrified yeah i was because tra- yeah. well, i think you that what happens a lot so uh everybody knows this who listens is like uh uh, you know, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 3, 2, 1. And then the music plays. There's like a pause sometimes, but then the music plays. And I don't and know what don't any, know any of, of it is. I get it. And so you guys just like get excited off of music. And I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> so yeah, Ty Gillinger was a huge uh, pop, as we'd call it. Yes. And I was like, uh, why is this happening? Uh, but yeah, you guys well, You know 10. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know his. I don't know his theme. I don't know why. I mean, I, I also we were talking. Well, we you only heard it, it once or twice. Ten guy, whatever. Yeah. I knew we you, wanted it to be ten. Guy. You knew we were saying like Ty's got to come out of ten. Yeah. Ty's got to because ten, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know what, Ty Dillinger, like I said before, is ruining numbers. Uh, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired of us deciding that we're okay with just using ten for anything. All right. Uh, I mean, it's hey not man. okay. I'm I'm okay if the metric system takes over. I'm just saying. No, everybody, all the numbers get replaced with ten. It's like, what's the formula for finding the area of a circle? It's ten times ten. The tentric power. The tentric system. That's not right. You guys ever had tentric sex? Mm, Oh, it's amazing. Ten. Ten. It lasts ten seconds, and they are they are a beautiful. (laughs) Either ten seconds, ten minutes, or ten hours. (laughs) I think it's just seconds. Is that just? We'll just move on. It doesn't Uh, matter. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So from yeah. So it was a you know you guys. Did it. The energy was great. Uh, so coming from the top, we had uh, Big Cass and Enzo Amore come out, and they were screaming at the, the audience. And I kept yep. up. I was like, "Does this count for their two minutes?" And you explained <laughs> to me, "No, no, no. This is just like how we warm up the crowd." Well, man, they yeah. really, they really, really milked that intro. I mean, I know that they, that Enzo and, and Cass are so over, and I know they want to get their shit, and they want them to get their shit in. But man, it was like, all right people were very excited for the rumble and then like five minutes of that deflated the crowd for like a second it's yeah. like can we just start the match yeah we were yeah, saying we're it good. definitely felt like i don't know like it felt like the entrant number two chris Jer- chris jericho was like maybe getting dressed and vince was like oh i can't find his tights oh, yeah. we He's were like, we were saying here in the room we're like uh kenny omega's in traffic stall, stall. <laughs> of course, we never got kenny omega no, we did not never get yeah, yeah yeah um yeah. oh uh r- really quick uh just some housekeeping um the rules of the rumble, rumble match if you haven't heard any of our episodes in the rumble before is um Two wrestlers start in the middle in the middle of the ring, mm-hmm. and then every two minutes another wrestler enters until they've reached there being thirty wrestlers, and then that's it. There are thirty wrestlers who are in the match. And you go over the top rope, yeah, and then the winner of the match you're thrown by over the top rope, and both feet have to touch the ground to be eliminated. Yep, right. and the winner of the match gets a title shot at WrestleMania for yeah. I whichever title they want. A title of their choosing. Still, is that how they, they haven't really explicitly mentioned how the brand split now is treated? At this, this. point, it's like. Uh, the way that a lot of wrestling rules work is it's like it's not a rule until it's said. Yeah. So it's like sometimes the way that they've done it for a brand split is like uh, Randy Orton was the winner of the Rumble. Right. And so we he's a SmackDown wrestler. So presumably he's going for the SmackDown title, which is now but, held by John Cena after but, tonight's main event. That's right. But there have been situ- but there have been situations <laughs> where like. You know, he could say, I want to face Kevin Owens, the Raw champion, or like he could right. lose his title shot in an Elimination Chamber match or whatever. There's, mm-hmm. you know, there's Anything. a lot of different variables that could happen. Anything Maybe could happen. pull a fast one and want to go for the UK championship. Oh, that'd be tight. You know what, what you I just... Looking at, you got something, Steve. I just figured this out. So yeah. I figured out how I'm going to win the Royal Rumble. The way you get eliminated <laughs> is if you put two feet on the ground, right? So I'll just amputate my leg. And then get it enter, and I can't lose. Um, You're gonna Zach, Zach uh, Gowan it. Wrestler Zach Gowan, uh, Zach Gowan, we've talked about him, one legged wrestler. Yeah. Um, he's done that a couple of times. What's happened is another wrestler has walked to the ring with his prosthetic leg and thrown it over the top rope. Oh well, I won't it. have a prosthetic leg. <laughs> See, oh. I'm gonna yeah, because then I can't lose. 
You guys um, see, I figured, I figured out, okay. game the system, uh, I guarantee, 2018 Royal Rumble, Stephen Pearl signs a winner. I'm saying it. But you're going to have to amputate your leg to do it? Yeah, it's worth well, it. what I'm going to do is I'm going to put... That's a hard commitment for someone who thinks wrestling is bullshit. Yeah, I'm going to put $10 million on my own okay. name right now to win the Royal Rumble. I'm sure the odds are astronomical. It's impossible to you to lose, though, because yeah. you have one leg. And then I won't lose, and then the payoff is going to be insane. Guys, I won't need to do this podcast anymore, because I'm going to be so, so rich. My favorite part about that... That will be when you have to when you win the rumble and then have to wrestle like Brock Lesnar. Or something. Wait a minute, are you trying to say that you want to outdo us by having a more palatialier estate? Yeah, and then you're going to have a four mile walk instead of two. Hey man, you're going to need fifty million dollars yeah. to get them. I'll get have them. all the Doritos and all the lays. That's, it's going to be insane. Yeah. It's just never going to happen. Well, I, I know. Um, so Chris Jericho up. was number two in the rumble. Right, he was my guy. Two raw was, entrance. He he hung in there for a long time. Yeah, yeah we thought he was going to win. He was a favorite to win. Uh, yeah, kept on rolling out of the ring and uh, then. Common strategy, just resting, just yeah. like we were, you know, can't be eliminated if you roll under the bottom rope. <laughs> yeah, we were pretty excited, and then three and four kind of cooled the match down. Yeah, uh, SmackDown's yeah. own Callisto and Mojo Raleigh. Oh, Mojo Raleigh, these to are a, to a lukewarm reception here in the room. These are best. two names that I had never heard of, uh, and also didn't um, care. You've seen Callisto? Uh, he did a good lucha the, thing uh-huh. in the um, Amanda Meadows episode, I uh-huh. believe. Okay, he wrestled in a ladder match against the New Day. And he did the crazy finisher off the top of a ladder through another rat ladder, oh, the Sleeve of the Soul. Yeah, I kind of remember that. Yeah, yeah you yeah, were yeah, like, yeah. wow, that's impressive. Yeah, I remember you liked that. Yeah, nah. yeah. You like, like broke a ladder. Yeah. Yeah. And I like Callisto. He's a good wrestler. I, I thought do that, too. I thought that, like, you know, there was. This was a this was a Royal Rumble that people were looking forward to, yep. and you know there were so many rumors from like the Kenny Omegas to the Kurt Angle sure. to the Samoa Joes to the Nakamuras potentially showing up happened. in this. So like Callisto, while he's a great wrestler and he's yep. really great at those lucha things, things, things. Um, lucha, yeah, 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 yeah. Callisto is not untalented. It's just like the the hype for this Royal Rumble. Uh, maybe Callisto was somebody that did, he did a great job for a spot in the match. Yeah, sure. But he like, didn't want it. But it's just he's just not a name I'm going to freak out for in well, the same Shane way I'm going to freak and out I for the Undertaker. I were even talking about like Apollo Cruz. It's like he's a talented guy, but they've given him nothing. He doesn't have a character, and then it's like he's barely on Smack. He's barely been on SmackDown yeah. almost at all for like, months. I keep on he's, forgetting he's a SmackDown he's wrestler. He's engaged in zero storylines. He has nothing at stake. Nothing other than you know you're in the match and you have a potential title shot. But yeah. does that make him a believer? Believable or even like a, a force to be reckoned with whatsoever in the match. Like, oh, I forgot. It's him. And he comes yeah. in and Callisto's kind of the same. It's like he's sort of weaving in and, in and out of in between other storylines. And it's just like, what's the point? What I think that it's like every person that that enters the Rumble can't have a shot at winning the Rumble because there not. are going to be some, you know, like. When James Ellsworth entered the Rumble, it's like, oh, yeah, he's probably got less of a shot than a Brock Lesnar. Or well, even, but even James Ellsworth is like a lower card. He's featured, though. He's a fun. It's going to be a fun moment and it's going to get a good pop. And yeah. people are going to have a good laugh and a chuckle. and They'll have fun when he comes out, as opposed to like. Like we, we kept joking all night and he did not come out. We kept joking all night. All right. Here's, here comes Kurt Hawkins. Yeah. Kurt Hawkins is number 30. Yeah. Well, we not, were joking about nothing like, against Kurt Hawkins. It's just that there's nothing at stake for that character. Well, not everybody can have an equal chance. I think that's a fair point. Like not everybody can have an equal chance coming and out. And not everybody can face the facts. Right. I, yeah, that's a reference. doesn't matter. You don't know. I don't need to know. But because I know not everybody's going to have an equal chance because they're going to have one leg and enter next year and win. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, out number five was oh. Jack Gallagher. Uh, oh, Jack I love that. That was Gallagher great. Gallagher saved Gallagher. that moment. Uh, yeah, you guys got really excited about the... The umbrella. Uh, I'm yeah. curious, Stephen, because uh, it was loud here in the room. So yeah. now that it's just the three of us, you didn't look too impressed or even entertained by any of the umbrella antics. Yeah, what, you know, this This is, fucking, I think, your first time watching Jack Gallagher. Yeah, this Mary Poppins knockoff in yeah, the middle fun, of right? wrestling. Like, uh, it's, it's just dumb. didn't care. It's just dumb. He was also the first one eliminated from the Rumble. Uh, he was. Mark Henry, who came out at number six. Yep. Uh, Mark Henry. Yeah, more about Jack Gallagher. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Go. Well, we can talk yeah, about yeah. him all you want. Um, so he's, uh, his nickname is The Extraordinary Gentleman. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like he's a wrestler that you would like. I, th- I, don't, huh. think that, I don't think that this rumble is 
maybe the it was it was definitely something for the fans, but I don't think it's necessarily Ooh. a good entry point for right. Uh, you know, it's like to you, he's a guy who came up with an umbrella and swung it at a bunch of people. Right. His gimmick isn't that he's like Johnny Umbrella, and he, you know, and he he's <laughs> like, oh, it's raining. Right. His gimmick is that he's kind of like a British gentleman, mm-hmm. and he wrestles very gentlemanly. He does a lot of um, he he lo- hit a, a lot guy of- in the balls with an umbrella. He's a <laughs> gentleman, yeah. But like even I, that, you yeah. no no even that. Pay attention to the character stuff that he did. He hesitated before doing it. He was like, oh, I don't know, like. Yeah, no. uh, he was mugging. Um, no, no, no. Like his character is that he doesn't do stuff like that. <laughs> like I think that he's, he's a gentleman. He's a wrestler with a very defined character. Like he he announces that he's going to interfere. In yeah, um, he had a gentleman's duel with a wrestler instead of having a pull apart brawl. Um, where like he had like a table with weapons and he had the guy pick his weapon first and then he picked his umbrella, which is kind of becoming his thing a little sure, bit. Sure, yeah. And um, he gives his opponents a thrashing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he calls his opponents like scoundrels, like. Um, he's not... Is he a heel? No, he's a good guy. face. Like he, you know, like I said, his gimmick is that he wrestles like the Queen's watching. (laughs) Um, He does a lot of similar to, um, we watched a Johnny Saint match. like the Queen's watching. Yeah, what what was that? I masturbate like the Queen's watching. Yeah, that's his gimmick. (laughs) Yeah. I'll give you that one. That's pretty good. Sorry, Mom. That's pretty good. uh, Yeah, yeah. I'm Uh, so sorry. And he just hums like... Benny Hill theme. (laughs) Look at me while I spank my wank. Um... I'm sorry. But um, yeah, I think that like he's a guy that he wrestles similar to uh, Johnny Saint, which um, I don't think that we've aired that episode yet. We watched a World of Sport Johnny Saint match um, for WrestleMania 4. Spoiler Uh alert. We're doing a WrestleMania 4. Yeah. Stephen, Um, you have forgot. Yeah. 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 Um, It was that British match that we watched. Oh, fuck. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Like it was Finley. It was Finley. And that shit was awesome. Coming, guys. uh, WrestleMania 4. Yeah. Probably in a couple of weeks. Um, Hashtag WrestleMania 4. (laughs) Start it already, baby. (laughs) Start it now. Um, yeah, started now. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I think that he's a, he's a guy that like, he's not necessarily to the level of Shockwave of the Robot where it's like, oh, mm-hmm. you know exactly what his thing is. Mm-hmm. But he is a guy that's a very defined character that I think that you would like. And he's a defined character outside of being, really er, I want to be the best, you know? So entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. And he did like awesome. you know I I loved when he he jumped off the top rope with the parasol the umbrella, and umbrella like, yeah yeah he yeah he when he did the the nut shot and then he opened the umbrella and spun it and he was even eliminated with the umbrella like he like floated out of the ring like, yeah like that's great Steve didn't care what I liked it no I didn't but it's interesting to see like he's a guy that's so you know I feel like you don't really get a scale of the cruiserweight size often next sure. to the other wrestlers and he's a guy that's like. He came up, uh, even him up against Big Cass. It was like, oh, you're like half Big Cass's size, right? And though technically, <laughs> a, and though technically a raw superstar, uh, Jack Gallagher also the only uh, cruiserweight in this match. The only two hundred five live cruiserweight superstar. I mean, that's, that's right. probably one of the most over guys in the cruiserweight oh, totally. right now. Oh, well, and then and Neville to, already had a match earlier. So to counter the two hundred five uh, under two hundred five guy, yeah. we had the big old Mark Henry coming in at six, who immediately took out uh, Jack Gallagher, and he got a pretty good pop because he I was in there in San Antonio. He's from. Silsby, Texas, right. and Stephen, he's got a lot left in the tank. Yeah, that's what I hear. That's what I hear about him. Uh, he came out, and it looked like he had sweated most of the tank out. Yeah, uh, yeah. but you know, he he's still got a lot. There's yeah, a lot uh, something to note: the entryway for this Royal Rumble was very long. Mm-hmm. It was so long. Yeah, I, it was I, almost I, as long as our driveway here at our palatial estate, our two mile walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a I'm an avid runner, and I'll tell you, I, I've definitely never run that far as that that entrance to the Royal yep. Rumble. Never. Uh, then. After Mark Henry coming in at seven, Braun Strowman. Mm-hmm. Braun had a really good run in this rumble. He did. I thought he looked great. Yeah, yeah, he eliminated seven people. We were talking about here in the room. He's come a long way in a very yeah. short amount of time. And even I've, I was not a fan when he came up. I don't, I don't think really anybody was because it was just like, all right, well, uh, you know, as as former guest of the show uh, Matt McCarthy of we uh, we watch wrestling would call him like Beef Stroganoff. You yeah, know, they joke a lot about his name, and that's fine. You know, he's big muscles McGee and whatever you want to call him, because mm-hmm. uh, he was an uninteresting character for the most part when he come up, came up. He was he was Eugene roided out. Now. Man, what like a complete 180. Like I'm really interested in Braun Strowman these days. Why? And I have been for some months. Why? He what yeah, I just want to know what interests you. Like what are you has, like, oh, this is gonna be fun. Well, first of all, he's gotten a lot crisper in the ring. Yeah. He's gotten better on the mic. He's more intimidating. He's found his place and stepping away from the Wyatt family, actually not being buried in the shadow of the Wyatt family and stepping out and being in front and in his own thing. It got me interested in him. Well, I think that like there are a couple of small tweaks that they've done that I think that I appreciate 
more as a grown man than I probably would as a child. Sure. His finisher used to be that he would pick a guy up by the back of his neck and basically spike him face first into the mat. Right. And that's something that just, I even, I've talked to, you know, uh, several guests on our show who uh, like, you know, are and were wrestlers, you know, people like Shane Hartline Mm -hmm. about like, that has to suck to take that move because, oh, like, sure. there's no... You're essentially just taking a straight fall to your face. However, yeah. he did do that more or less to, to James Ellsworth to eliminate him tonight. It was kind but, of a nice callback that he eliminated him out of the ring in that way and he busted his tailbone. But, like, he's, <laughs> he switched it to where it's more... It's more of a choke slam now. He basically grabs him by the front of the throat and throws him down that way. And it's just like... That just looks like, oh, that seems like less of a horrible bump to take. Strowman yeah. is like The Miz and, like, Slater and, like, a couple of others in that the brand split actually did wonders for him yeah because his his main breakthrough was when he you know like we said he, he got grafted to raw he went on his own he was broke away from the wyatt family the, the squash matches are what started it we showed you the braun Strowman. we had an entire live show about braun yeah. Strowman squash matches yeah that actually is when he started becoming yeah. interesting he got the braun theme song and yeah. it's like it's almost comical of how big and ridiculous he is and how they treat it. Yeah. But the, the squash matches really built him up. That's a, another thing where Nia Jax, they've kind of dropped the ball. Braun yeah. Strowman, the squash matches worked to the point of their, what they're supposed to do for a character. Yeah. What's something that I really love about Braun Strowman that they've done a great job of, and in this Rumble they've like done a great job of, it's something we've talked to Steven about a lot, is just like perceived toughness being important in wrestling. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think that like oftentimes what WWE does is they mistake bodybuilder for perceived toughness. As they did in many of the late 2000s. Yeah, you know, like, you know, the Mason Ryans of the world, the Mm -hmm. Chris Masters. A lot of these guys became good wrestlers, but it's just like, just because they have, you know, for lack of a term, glamour muscles. Right. Like, they automatically... It's like why they hired Nathan Jones. Yeah, it's like they automatically, you know, know how to fight. But Braun Strowman is just a big dude. Like, Braun Strowman is just somebody that, like, he's got a huge beard. He looks like he could kill you. Absolutely. like, Like, I used to think that like smarks and wrestling fans just we just hate hosses hosses sure. are you know they're right, super yeah. heavyweights guys who are super tall understand. super big they're yeah. good yeah. Get yeah, yeah 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 well it's, it's not, an obvious term. yeah that's not like a weird code you got, hey you guys been to a hosses steakhouse anybody been in the east coast <laughs> all right so coming in at eight and nine but, uh, but, uh, uh, with I mean, sammy Zayn and big show they both got zero eliminations we have sammy Zayn who used to be an nxt guy correct, correct. right uh and then he just he fairly recently got moved up to to he's raw been up there that's for right a while. he's been up there about a year i guess in the year that I've started doing the podcast, he's he started. You want to round he out was, yeah, but to get into Zane? Just to round out the Strowman thing, he's a guy that he's a big dude, and he like he just looks like a big tough guy. Sure. And yeah. I think that he play like, like us fans, we like it when people fit within the roles that they have. Yeah. Sure. And you actually, know. that is a nice transition into why it worked that Zane came out yeah. next because Zane is now continuing a feud he's had on Raw the last couple months. And by the way, I will say they booked the order. As calculated and as obvious as it all seemed that it was. Yeah, Shane Hartline they, at our party when Sami Zayn came out said, like, it's almost like they planned this. Yeah, <laughs> but they, they did. They booked it very, very well. And it was good that it's like Zayn came out next. They continued their feud. Big Show came out next. He was now in the middle of all this. And, like, it was the, as we call it, the Battle of the Beards. Uh, Strowman against Big Show. Then now you've got the two big guys. So the next two opponents, like, made perfect logical sense to be in there with Strowman. So Braun Strowman ended up taking out uh, the other big guys uh, at five and six. Took out Mark Henry and then Big Show. So Braun Strowman showing he's the biggest big guy. He's the strongest. Yeah, it's more uh, Big Show and Mark Henry. They're both kind of, like, uh, they're ending their careers fairly soon. They've been been at it for 10, 20 years. Braun Strowman's definitely the next guy to fill in that slot yeah he's the next he's right. he's the next big you know big tough hoss yeah so it's like it's just a good way to put braun over to have him eliminate two other you know world's strongest man world's largest athlete kind of guy so right. listen we will then get we- to how disappointed we were about number 30 but coming in at number 10 10 the one fan service thing that we at least all thought was the, the most fan obvious fan yeah, service we've thing been, we, yeah, yeah. We've been talking about it for how long? Yeah. We've been saying, like, look, all they have... This chant is so over on NXT, on the main I roster. I was very close to starting... Indies. I was very close to starting a WhiteHouse.gov petition that was just, like, sign this if you demand that Sami Zayn... And or clearly, that, uh, with the current Ty administration, the those will down. get through. Yeah. Those oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He reads all of it. Uh, uh So, at number 10, fan service to the max... 
Ty fucking Dillinger came out. The perfect 10, Stephen. Mm. You don't like him. You hate numbers. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Oh, I did. I hate him. Um, You're not a fan of the what? 10 chant. Why? Yeah, you know what? Ten, this 10 thing is so over, I guess, is whatever. Sure. It's so stupid. <laughs> it is. It's so, so. But it's fun. Stupid. I don't. I like. Uh, there's so much love for this guy, and I'm sure Dillinger there's got an amazing pop him. at the beginning of NXT this weekend. Oh yeah, there's something amazing about him. I'm sure. But every time I watch him, I'm like Jesus fucking Christ, like get well, out of your own um, ass, bro. That's fair. But he's he's actually. I mean, he's a guy that um he's been in sort of WWE developmental for over a decade. Yeah, um, a workhorse for them, and like, and he's a very good wrestler. It's just he's somebody where they. They never really found something that like stuck really strong for yeah. him. They never really found like a gimmick that was like, oh, that's it. That's your thing. And it's been so amazing that just over the past like year or so, he's found just the smallest gimmick that the crowds really loved. And like this was like, I mean, he this this was 10 years worth of work for him to get this Royal Rumble entry and this amazing pop from the crowd. It's like yeah. a lot of what I've talked about and a lot of what I think fans feel is like, or it's, you know, the usual kind of like internet fans feel is like somebody working very hard and getting what they deserved. Sure. Yeah. And Ty Dillinger is 100% somebody that like he um, worked very hard for this spot and he got it and the crowd loved him for it and he was rewarded for his yeah. decade of work. He so I think that like to you it's just he just says 10 a lot. Right. To us like we saw a he man's was, hard work pay He off. was yeah. in developmental in like the mid 2000s. He got super kicked as as Stan. Stan. Yeah, you kicked Stan. In a DX backstage segment, he left, he went to the Indies. He was in ECW briefly, the WWE ECW as Gavin Spears. He left, he returned. He's been a workhorse at NXT and to see him get anything is great because yeah. he's always pretty much going to perpetually lose because he's so over and he's got so much heart and that's the character that no matter how many times he loses, he'll always be cheered. That's just kind yeah. of his well, Talking about uh, an audience favorite. Next, we have the man with a, ten hands. Oh yeah, James Ellsworth. James Ellsworth. He was my pick for the rumble. Uh, yeah, he, we know that he fit his spot. There was a very funny bit with um, him and Dean Ambrose where. Uh, oh yeah, he was. James Ellsworth came out and he was like, "I really don't want to get my ass kicked by Braun Strowman again." Carmella had amazing matching tights to match his yeah. T-shirt. Dean Ambrose came in at at it twelve uh, right uh, after James Ellsworth. Yeah. James Ellsworth uh, refused to go in. Yep. Dean Ambrose said, "All right, we'll go on at the same time." That was kind of the thing that was going. Uh, James Ellsworth is hamming it up. He's afraid to go in. Mm-hmm. They go in. They try to go in at the same time and then Dean Ambrose fakes him out. He doesn't go in. He sends Ellsworth to go- get in by himself and immediately get thrown the fuck out of the ring by Braun Strowman. Another you perfect storyline continuation. You laughed while saying that. Did you think it was a funny bit? No. I mean, it was so stupid. When he psyched him out and threw, put him I, out. I, you I laughed hate, while saying it. I, I just, you know what? I just think <laughs> of, I'm thinking of, uh, I'm thinking of James Ellsworth's like incredibly like hammy like I can't go in acting. I'm like, sure, uh, just stop this. I get it. We have to play to the back row, but like it's too much. It's too much. But you're laughing no. while talking about it, so you were entertained by it. <laughs> I guess. I mean, whatever you Ambrose want. Ambrose coming out, his buddy for many many weeks on SmackDown storyline. Uh, Ambrose coming yeah. out next. Perfect continuation of that. Yeah, a, a couple of really good um, interconnecting storylines at this point. Uh, just to take it back very briefly, when Sami Zayn came out, they're putting him, they're basically putting him over as like a very underdog character who just won't quit. So for him to immediately attack Braun Strowman, even though Braun had decimated everybody else in the ring at that point, was great. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was really, really cool. James Ellsworth to walk into a ring where Strowman, Strowman was the the only man still standing yep, because, right. like, you know, and that's eliminated because yep. that's how that's how Ellsworth debuted was against Strowman and he got squashed by him. And exactly. That was kind of the start of the the summer of Ellsworth is what people called yeah, it. Yeah, that brought it all yeah, full yeah. circle So that's just us. like, that's just like a great, it's just great like storytelling and like juggling so many different stories and that's something that I've talked about with Steven a couple of times where it's like, something that's very great and fun about the Rumble is that you're kind of juggling five or six storylines at once. And yep. like, yeah. you're sort of, you're weaving through a bunch of things. This is like, this is sort of like the, uh, the like, you know, did you guys ever listen to like, I think it was like the, is like the something, the sound of punk sampler or whatever, yeah. where it's just like a CD that's like 30 songs from yeah, punk bands or whatever. About. Yeah. Um, Punkorama. That's what it was called. Punkorama. I remember that. So it's just like, this is like, this match is a good sampler of wrestlers mm-hmm. and sampler of storylines. Yeah. At unlucky number 13 was the lone wolf Baron Corbin, who had All a right. pretty good showing. He had a good run. Rumble. He had a good run in there for a while. He got one elimination. Um, I'm trying to remember. Braun Strowman. No, no, he eliminated somebody. He eliminated Strowman. Strowman. Yeah, he he eliminated Strowman. Oh, that's right. That's right. We were saying that's a pretty, I mean, they've been pushing him 
pretty decently in the SmackDown main event scene. That was a pretty good rub to say, like, to have Strowman be so dominant and then have Corbin eliminate him. But I mean, they're clearly pushing towards something bigger. Strowman, you know, but Strowman, the the, the story of that just felt like everybody's ganging up on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like nine people beating him up. It's it's like uh, Baron Corbin just got the last finisher off of Sammy. Yeah. Or on on Strowman, even though, like, Sammy helped out, like, that furthered their storyline of Sammy being an underdog. He got, like, a hell of a a haluva kick off right before Strowman. Right before Baron Corbin uh, knocked Strowman out of the ring. You're right. Um, Next coming up, we had Kofi Kingston. He was my second number. Fourteen. His uh, usual annual how do I almost but then not get eliminated spot, where this time he used the newly updated uh, large LED turnbuckles to his advantage for that. Oh, and can I just say real quick, yep. those LED turnbuckles are very cool. Like, they are could, cool, aren't they? they oh, really? You, you like it? They are, no, I was making fun of it. I thought, okay. They're cool, uh, right? I like them. <laughs> no, I, I do like them. Yeah, I, I genuinely do like them. Really? I do. Oh, wow. I think it's a great touch. Interesting. It's just this. Okay, so what I like about it is um, we, we talked about it earlier uh, in, I mean, earlier in the party. Part of entrances um, too. It's just now. so 21st century wrestling. You know? It is like wow. Well, no, We're what in I, the future. What I like wow. about it is, um, oh God. for the longest time, wrestlers had what are called Titan Trons, which is basically right. It's like the big Tron when they walk out. There's usually a bunch of clips of the wrestler doing moves, looking tough, etc., etc. Yeah, with so graphics. They used to have video packages. Yeah, and like now, what they do is they just basically they have floor Trons, the main Tron, right. and the corner Trons and the apron Trons. So like they're able to just use graphics. Yeah. to like fully to give wrestlers An amazing immersive entrances entrance. immersive entrances without needing pyro so like yeah. you know i i think of tj perkins often as the example i think you've seen his entrance the crazy video game video one game like power up he enters yeah yeah maybe you haven't maybe you haven't seen him he was a great or maybe we, we never showed you briefly or what talked was his about name like, again tj perkins TJ perkins hmm. okay um but it's like, I like the Cornertrons, and I thought that this was a good spot. And something that I really like about Kofi Kingston, and something that, Stephen, uh, you should know, is every Rumble, he has a different spot like that, where he like almost gets eliminated, but he does a crazy thing. Yeah. He's done a like, handstand. Once he got caught by... Yeah. Big, yeah, caught by somebody. He's on a rolly right. chair. Another time, he landed on, on his... Yeah, he landed on his hands with his feet on the stairs. Mm-hmm. And this is just a continuation of that. And something that I heard about the way that he does it that's really interesting to me is, like, he doesn't, like have a journal basically the day of the rumble he'll just walk to the ring while people are doing rehearsals and he'll just be like what will i do this time yeah maybe uh-huh. i'll jump from the wall to the thing right um and you know it's it's always i would have liked him to uh win because he was one of my numbers and honestly like a new day win would have been cool this rumble Joey needed I mean, his ten dollars yeah, yeah, yeah 15 uh coming to 15 was somebody who i thought had a very good shot because again this was a fairly unpredictable rumble uh he did not win but i thought it was like hey if anybody has a good shot it could be was the miz yeah is the Miz was great, had some really great heel spots. He was, mm-hmm. what we were kind of saying in the room is like, Jericho played a very good chicken shit heel. He's still in the match at this point. He was basically out. basically yeah. hiding outside of the ring. Jericho. But the Miz, was just a good work, work the Miz was just a good workhorse. Yeah. Yep. The Miz just like, you know, he took everybody's finisher 20 times. He yeah. like, he was just the great heel to kind of be, to be fed to baby faces, yep. basically. At yeah. 16 was one of mine, as I said, Seamus. Right. Uh, didn't have much of an impact in this match. He, I mean, he did have three eliminations, but I mean, like in terms, but they they eliminated uh, the uh, the new day, did they not? Yeah, yeah. and Cesaro. Yeah. So it's you know, I mean, it was fine. Um, they they eliminated the the new day. That's fine. Uh, I haven't seen the tag match again. I got to go back and watch that. I still can't believe they made Anderson and Gallows, who have been shit on for months, win the tag team titles in the fucking pre-show. But we'll go and watch it later, and I'll be like, why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I. I haven't been a Seamus fan for a while. I feel like his character his character just doesn't change. Him and, and Cesaro have been good. I've, I C- like their dynamic. Him and Cesaro have been good, but Seamus is a singles wrestler. I'm just I'm just not a fan. I know of. you're not a fan. Yeah, I don't love him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, 17, seventeen, Biggie. Mm-hmm. Biggie comes in. We've uh, got two of the new day now. Two thirds. I took a two bathroom day. break while he was out. What did he do in this match? I took mine at Kalisto. Uh, he, <laughs> and he entered the match. Oh, great! He, at eighteen was mine. Rusev. Handsome he came Rusev. Into the match. Very excited. He's got this like this broken uh, so yeah. this broken nose like guard. Face guard. Yeah, I, I heard. I watched Raw last week, and I don't remember this. But uh, Graves mentioned he's got a broken nose guard. Was that a story? He busted his nose. Did I, I mean, miss this. I think that like we were trying to figure out. This is a play on. Um, 
he's been doing this. Th- he did this the thing. handsome thing. Yeah, he's got a feud with big, with a uh, big cast, and he said like, "Why are you called big cast? That's dumb. That's just what you are." It's like if people called me handsome Rusev. Right, but then I heard that Corey Graves said something about he broke his nose. Oh, maybe I missed. Apparently, I missed that on Raw. Completely. If you know what happened to Rusev, be sure and tweet at us at YSLW Podcast. <laughs> yeah, I, the Rusev ruse. <laughs> yeah, ooh. yeah. I definitely uh, watched SmackDown quite intensely and skim very much through raw um then uh number 19 uh cesaro entered mm-hmm. um this was fun cesaro came awesome. out and he just big swinged literally every person in the match oh yeah steven oh, that was the swing guy the swing yeah. you looked yeah. disappointed god <sighs> why didn't you like it you know it's just it, it all like it all just feels so forced and stupid like how does he get this all right like fine it's fake whatever <laughs> But like you're supposed to, isn't it supposed to have some semblance of reality? Sure. Like how many times can a guy pick somebody up by their legs and spin them in a row and, until you're like, yeah, this seems a little silly. <laughs> and he did like what? 47. To pretty much everyone. 47 helicopter spins in a row. I was like, I don't care. Hey, you'd get I dizzy. I don't care. But I think that if you want to look at I, it. I wouldn't get dizzy. That's also, again, we've talked about this before. Is like sometimes like old guys go like, but that wouldn't hurt anybody. You wouldn't do a big twist or whatever. Spinning somebody by their legs in no way hurts anyone. I mean, but, seriously, um, I do that to children and they find it hilarious. It's like the funniest okay. thing in the world. But like, I would look at it as um, it's like to use my the William Regal side of my brain uh, one it's disorienting two it's showboating and demoralizing you said that you do it to children he's doing it to grown men so he's treating them like children and showing that they're like children to him I mean, I guess it's a it's a power thing. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess um, I don't know about that. And it also just like pops the crowd. And if you're a wrestler, you want the crowd to like you. Like, why do why does somebody it. after they win an arm wrestling contest flex? You know, why do they do? Well, yeah, I okay. was happy to see Cesaro. Yeah, yeah, whatever. yeah Xavier Woods comes out at twenty. We now we have, have rounded out both the New Day. Uh, and right. Seamus and Cesaro, so they're all out there now. Right. Um, yeah, we, and this is the point where we actually have a lot of people in the ring, right? We're, yeah. We have a ton of people Quite in the few. ring right now. Uh, yeah. Uh, and uh, ultimately, we have the New Day. Uh, we'll just kind of spoil All three get eliminated. By Seamus and Cesaro. I like that. I thought that was a good... I liked t- it too. I wanted the New Day to win, but I thought that like all three of them getting eliminated at once was... That was, that was fun. That was a good touch. Yeah, yeah, tag team versus tag team in the Raw division totally made sense. And even that's just like Cesaro and Sheamus have had a long-standing feud with the New Day, so that's yeah. just another beat in that storyline. It absolutely made sense to me. I thought it was a good call. 21 uh, looked pretty good in the match. was Bray Wyatt yeah. when he came out. Uh, Bray Wyatt, yeah, one of the final our, three. We had our yeah. little... Uh, we'll our, get there. Our lightning bugs coming out. Uh, lightning bugs. bugs. How, what like do you, lightning bugs. I guess, uh, what, do you, what do you think about the Fireflies? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. If I, it was at a concert... You'd think it was the coolest fucking thing. If you were doing an improv show and the audience did that while you were walking out. Steven think it would think it was the coolest thing if he was at, like the Bare Naked Ladies concert. Whoa, Bare Naked yes, Ladies! Exactly! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whoa, uh, we'll get on our phones! Okay. <laughs> so Steven yeah, was... Ban, tan weeks. <laughs> so, uh, tan, 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 tan. So Steven was... Uh, he definitely was like playing that up a little bit, but looking into his eyes, genuinely his eyes lit up in the same <laughs> way that my eyes light up when somebody talks about wrestling. And he turned to us and he said, tan, 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 weeks. He was like, I get it. I get Ty Dillinger. <laughs> oh, he's, Ty Dillinger is bare naked late. Oh, he's like, he's like it. when they play the bad touch. I don't think that's a. That's oh. the Bloodhound Gang. Oh, they're the same fucking. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> we got him. I love that. Uh, um, got him. I, uh, right, so next twenty-two. Apollo, Apollo Cruz. Mm-hmm. Um, he was fine. He, like, he said Apollo Cruz is a talented guy. He even has charisma, but. That he hasn't tapped into his charisma yet. Right now, he just smiles. When I, I think that like what we like out of wrestlers is often, and I would say lar- largely, their characters. Like, and I think that like the what Apollo Cruz and Callisto are running into is like they're not bad wrestlers. Yeah. It's just like I don't believe that they that they could win the match. And there's not really a character for me to be invested in. Yeah. And I, so I they, they sort say, of just become meat, you know? When I say charisma, too, I almost mean like his version of charisma is more just like nice guy likability. Yeah. So it's like he's got to get something eventually. Because I like the guy. I want him to do well. But it just I don't remember a single thing that he did in the match other than when he, he came, came out, out, I took another bathroom break. Yeah. Joey had to pee a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I drank a lot of water and soda, guys. 23. It, it is. He is indeed the winner. Number 23. And by the way, this was somebody who had, I had been saying for a while was like, I think 
Orton could win the Rumble. I was thinking Orton and Miz or Samoa Joe, who we did not get. Yeah, Kenny right. Omega. Like, sort of the three I was thinking, like Miz or Orton, I thought had a very good chance. Yeah, and I was surprised that Orton won because he did have two legs, and I really do feel like the winning strategy is to, to only have, have one, one leg. leg. Yeah, you love and, his, no, and no prosthetic leg. You Let love Randy that. Orton's cutoff hoodie, though. Everybody did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Keeps that's, his back warm. Yeah. That's super cool. Oh, yeah, well, like all of us, the second we came out, we were like, oh, I guess that's a thing, and we all just took, like, scissors out and started cutting the yeah, yeah. everybody our cut their hoodies you guys passed your one pair of scissors around and we're like oh i mean we got to do it we got to yeah. do it yeah and everybody was like yeah i mean i agree yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's very very uh, on board yeah that. jason wayne christian was here he was wearing a tank top and he didn't have sleeves to cut off so get this he cut off his arms <laughs> yeah he oh cut yeah off his arms he cut off his arms rumble. himself and that's not gonna help him that. win the rumble that's the thing no it's not leg. yeah so jason uh we have your arms here at the house we yeah. will keep them on ice yeah, yeah, yeah. keeping them on ice. we actually asked him to leave so we were could record we this. Did, yeah. We're I mean, hold on to the arms. We'll come give back later. later for I thought arms. that, you know, like outside of winning, <laughs> I thought that Randy Orton, he fulfilled his spot in the rumble. He did some RKOs out of nowhere. He, Nick, you know, Nick, he, Nick, my, my back itches. Can you hand me one of Jason's Oh arms? yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thanks, man. Thank you. Sorry. Yeah. Guys, you're oh, getting yeah. blood all over. There it is right there. there. Oh, that feels You're getting great. blood all over <laughs> our, our palatial estate. <laughs> Let's here, take a, here. I'm going to take a photo of Jason Wayne Christian. Yeah, we have Jason Wayne Christian's actual arm here. We did it. So, uh, though Randy Orton, like, he kind of, you know, he checked his boxes. He was fine. They furthered mm-hmm. the Wyatt story. He won the damn thing. So, yeah. like, that's... Yeah, I, I, I've always liked Orton for the most part. I haven't. Even, I don't really like him that much. in his boring phases, I've always liked him. I know you're not a, a huge fan. I mm-hmm. like him. I yeah. Mean, he's just, for me, he's to me what Roman Reigns is to me. He was to me what Roman Reigns is to me, where it's like, oh, congrats. His, like, his, like daddy's a pro wrestler. Like... <laughs> I don't know, like, he was in the military, and then he, like, got dishonorably discharged, and he was like, oh, I guess I'll go into the family business, which is wrestling. (laughs) Like, it, he's a guy that, I get the impression. I mean, maybe it's changed now, but I got the impression for a long time. You like Wyatt. You've liked the Wyatt storyline somewhat, haven't you? I've liked the Wyatt storyline. I think that, like, he's recently piqued my interest, but for years, whenever he's anywhere near the main event, I just don't fucking care. And don't get me wrong, like, during, like, that long, like, Orton face run for, like, three years where he just popped up on random shows to be in main events, it's like, look, I I, I just, I couldn't hate him. I could only hate the booking. It's like, ugh. When he's a guy that, like, he's been wrestling since he was probably in his teens and he's um he was young yeah like and he's he's like in his like late 30s now but he's been a part of main wwe tv since like 2003 yeah around so like that's almost 15 years worth of him being a regular part of the product like you know we we did an episode on uh jake the snake roberts which we're gonna release recently and he's a guy that was in wwe for six years yeah that's and true. jake the snake has done far more interesting things in his six years than orton has done in his 15 years i get that like so much of what i think orton has done is just kind of taking up space mm-hmm. and just like he manages to maintain a main event because like he he's a good wrestler but like you know right. he's an orton and like, so speaking well, of questionable booking in terms of ups and downs uh who i think is having a pretty decent run but needs to do a little more uh right now coming up in number 24 is dolph ziggler happy to see ziggler in the match yeah ziggler was oh, great him a little more to do right now i i feel like now that the rumbles happen i hope that they go full throttle on his heel yeah. persona because i like what they're doing with them i'd kind of like to see the um i am perfection theme come back that's just me personally oh uh, yeah how did that go i am perfection oh right, right. It's I think almost I similar to the current theme song but yeah i'm here I'm to show the world so i'm here to show the world that one being like his face theme song now. yeah i kind of wanted to be like a full-fledged dick again yeah i like heel ziggler i you think know great ziggler he wasn't the rumble long but i thought that he did a great you know he came out super kicked everybody he's another guy like similar to cesaro that just got his got his shit in in a very cool way right. and like you know it's it was a pop for him to come out as a pop for him to do his thing absolutely yeah. coming in at number 25 one we thought might not we weren't sure but he definitely did luke harper in yeah match. yeah luke harper i liked this i liked his entrance full-fledged turn on Wyatt tonight. Yeah, he did uh-huh. the the Bolo clothesline on on Orton. He did a sister Abigail on Bray. Like he it's just a good like oh they're setting up 
some type of a storyline. Originally, I, th- I think that we thought we were going to get yeah. Wyatt versus Orton at WrestleMania. We, yeah. Now it doesn't seem like that's in the cards. That match will probably happen at Elimination Chamber or whatever. It, it could also but be... But like maybe we'll get a Harper-Wyatt match at WrestleMania. It could be a Harper-Wyatt. It could be a triple threat. It could yeah. even be Orton and Wyatt versus maybe a returning Rowan and Harper. Like there's a number of things they could do. Oh, yeah. I've heard I've heard that as a rumor that like... They could be holding his re- return off for it could that. be like... Orton Wyatt versus a face Harper Rowan, and I'd be okay with them as a face team. I haven't like they tried it once for a brief moment. There, remember when like Rowan came out and like had like a brief like, oh shit, he's face now. Rowan had a face run, and yeah. he was surprisingly over during his face run. That's when he had the stairs match. With All right, show. coming in at twenty six is no, Brock no, Lesnar. No, no, no. <laughs> just like just. I'm excited about a Luke Harper face run. You can't be yeah. excited about everything. We are. Uh, all right. 26. 26. Brock, Brock Lesnar comes Steven out. Steven just wants to get to the money. The money. Uh, yeah, Brock Lesnar comes out. He does his Brock Lesnar scary guy thing. He does a couple of the suplex scary thing, cities. you mean literally throw people across the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He did a couple of suplex cities. He did a, what is it, a five? five F5? F5. Yeah, F5 Metropolis. F5. F10. Yeah. Um, yeah, everybody was real excited about that. Brock Lesnar's going crazy. Um, you know, yeah, ultimately we, we're, we're pushing towards uh, the big finale with him. We have Enzo Amore come out. This is my but last when, guy. But when Brock Lesnar came out, he was like, he was great. Like I, he wrecked we everybody. Were excited. He, you know, uh, people were worried about him losing to Goldberg. And this was him. Um, this was him like being dominant and destroying a ring full of wrestlers to the point that like everybody was on the ground and knocked out and he wasn't even eliminating people. He was just picking people up and suplexing them again. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> it was great. So anyway, yeah. rolling up number 27, 27. Yeah. This Look, is my last. Guy. Everybody was unconscious in the ring except for Brock yeah. Lesnar, who was standing tall. Enzo Amore comes Enzo out. Enzo Amore comes out who like, look, we all love. And Enzo Amore is a fucking master on the mic. And I have no problem with him being in the rumble. It just kind of felt like a spot that's like, uh, I, I get maybe you wanted a little bit of a cool down, but they were they had a good build going. And we were yeah. we were OK with Enzo Amore because we'll get to in a second. Goldberg came out next but so I, we were okay with the build i personally loved enzo Amore's entrance okay the reason for that is i guess that like i always love those moments in professional wrestling where it's just like a normal dude's got to face potentially his own demise sure and is he gonna blink or is he gonna go for it yeah and enzo <laughs> is in enzo is enzo not i mean enzo's not a guy that's booked as a world beater of course not but he walked out. He didn't. He wasn't like Ellsworth to Braun Strowman. He didn't like chicken shit out. No, he didn't feel he worthless. Like, yeah, he like walked to the ring with determination, ran in, and then immediately got crushed. But he still like faced his demise. Yeah, just, there's just like cool character stuff going on there where it's like he's a guy that like he could have waited at the ramp like so many people have done, but he just went for it and like no. he and he the. In his head, his character knew he was going to get destroyed, in but he did regard, it anyway. In that regard, and I agree with you, I absolutely love that about Enzo Mori's character is that no matter what, he is scrappy-doo every time he comes yeah. out. No matter what, it's like he, he's always ready to puff out his chest and go in and do whatever he needs to do. And I, and I it, do like that that undying... But it, uh, it didn't feel unearned. It didn't feel like it didn't feel like he was like, I think I'm going to beat him. I think it was like, I'm going to die, but I'm going to go down swinging. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. It's like, that's like a character type that I love in wrestling. I agree. Mm-hmm. And the cool down having him in there between Brock Lesnar at 26 and Goldberg at 28 right. made sense to me. In that regard, I, I agree. I think that made sense. So Goldberg comes out at 28. Yeah. That's Cameron Rice's uh, number. <laughs> he was very excited about and that. Fucking yeah. shit. Again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Goldberg eliminates again. Brock Lesnar immediately. I'm fine with that. He has Brock Lesnar's number again. I can't. I, I don't know why we're not done being surprised by this, but somehow him having Le- Lesnar's number every single time is still surprising, and it's never not entertaining. Yeah, Goldberg, you know, speared everybody in the ring, clotheslined everybody in the ring. He gave uh, Sami Zayn a jackhammer, which, like, we were talking about. I have no doubt that Sami Zayn was marking out to himself while he was in oh, the yeah. jackhammer position of, like, I'm getting jackhammered by Goldberg. Goldberg, <laughs> Goldberg looked gassed just by breathing in the sparkler dust. Yeah. yeah. He was uh, already gassed. I mean, definitely a reason that Goldberg was a later number. We were complaining a little bit about like, oh, they sure are top loading all the three main guys, but are they're bottom loading all the main guys yeah, at the yeah. end of it. But if you think about it, it's like the Undertaker and Goldberg aren't gonna like they're not gonna they're not gonna go, they're not gonna come in at number one and go for sixty minutes. Right. Yeah. Like well, Goldberg, we're lucky that we got the five minutes that we yeah, got. I mean Absolutely. the Undertaker's undead, so it's not like it can last forever, guys. Yeah, so the Undertaker break. comes out at number twenty nine. That's right. Uh, the lights go down. People go crazy. The lights come up. Oh, He's already he appears in the behind ring. Goldberg. 
So ah, Undertaker, already in the ring, Stephen. The Undertaker sitting under the ring for nearly an hour. So let's let's talk about it, Stephen. Between <laughs> between Lesnar, Enzo, Goldberg, Undertaker, that little run, this room is hot. Uh, yeah. You're here. You're looking at us. You're like, what is wrong with you grown men? Yeah. We're going crazy. Yeah. What are you thinking? Uh, uh, when you said that he was sitting under the ring, I never entertained that possibility, Joey. That's it's it's how now. when wrestlers do that, where they, where they where yeah, they the lights yeah. go out and they I, appear, they they usually are hiding under the ring. But usually before the match, they're they'll kind of magic trick their way into the ring where where it's like yeah. they'll be dressed like a technician and like there'll be a couple of technicians that'll go they to the ring and then, they'll, or and then yeah. they'll like you know like sneak under the wing that, yeah, yeah, that yeah. way i wasn't questioning whether or not it's possible uh but i was just saying i thought i think it'd be funny to just imagine undertaker sitting under a ring playing flappy birds on his phone and be like no, oh it's i me. mean <laughs> that's how it goes it's like there's usually there's usually a monitor under there there's yeah. oftentimes yeah. a pee bucket mm-hmm. like, the snacks yeah. Yeah. Snack. they got craft there's a crafty person sitting there with him would you like anything mister <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, a guy like, just comes to the floor with like holding a napkin in his forum. Would you like anything, Mr. Calloway? <laughs> yeah. It's a fancy butler. Yeah. Oh, it's your it's your butler, right? Because I didn't see him tonight. Uh, yeah. yeah. Your palatial estate. Yeah, yeah. He might have been lost on the grounds. I don't know. Yeah, yes. he's, uh, you know, he's he's cleaning up the West Wing for us. Oh, okay. Uh, that's yes. Um, Donald Chattingsworth. That's fair. Um, but, <laughs> okay, so. Uh, yeah, so The Undertaker and Goldberg had a very nice kind of stare down face off. Yeah. Sure. The Undertaker eliminated Goldberg. Uh you know, and then, you know, a bunch of people got eliminated and we were down to just a couple of people. Yes. Right. So listen, in reality, I'm this is probably inaccurate of what I'm saying and I'm probably wrong, but it's still a funny thing to say. So I'm going to say it anyway. Uh-oh. One through twenty nine now completes the Triple H Paul Levesque booked portion of the match. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Triple H booked one through twenty nine. And it was Vince amazing. Mc- it was Vince great. Mc- like Vince I loved McMahon the rumble up one. until this. Yeah. Yeah. The rumble was great. Vince McMahon was like, you know what? Paul, you booked the match. Number 30. Give it to me. Yeah, I got this. And we were I saying know, here, the audience it. is going to love I it. I got this guy. He's Samoan, and his name's Joe. You're going to love him. And you know who it was? Yeah, he spent some time in NXT. Roman goddamn Reigns. Yeah, Stephen, just describe to us what the reaction and, of the room was. And the, yeah. the troll job that this was, I mean... Bravo to the WWE. That was awesome. You were high-fiving Jason's hand on that one. Yeah, I guess, yeah. yeah that was great. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. Um, yeah, you, uh, you know, Nick, Nick had to... my front door for a second. Nick had to hammer yeah, up you walked, the audience. You walked 100 yards out our front door. Every, I walked yeah. two yeah. miles down the driveway and then ran back. Everybody, for everybody here, he laid on the floor. He walked out. He really he really let us know. Uh, I have to play for Nick, the crowd, Steve. Do you Nick, see the back row? Yeah, yeah, you're playing for the, the back hard row? cam. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> um, and then Joey... Uh, wait, was this the m- no? Th- I can't remember if this is the moment where you were actually genuinely excited or genuinely upset. But there was a s- real, uh, real like clear emotions don't come a lot from you, Joey. But I think this is one happened, and you were like very clearly upset. You were like, very oh bad. no, oh no, we did something bad. But I mean, yeah. you heard the live crowd that reaction that Reigns got because yeah. people. I mean, because here's the thing, and, and a lot of these are fantasy. A lot of these are impossible. A lot of these were probable. Yeah. You could have had Owens come back out from earlier in the night. Yeah. You could have had Styles come back from earlier in the night. We didn't get the... And again, I'm not saying we're owed any of this stuff, but we didn't get Angle. We didn't get Omega, which was highly unlikely. Yeah, That's didn't fine. get Joe. But then we didn't get Samoa Joe. Didn't we didn't get, get Nakamura. Nakamura, who you already have. There's all of these people. Because we're thinking, oh, man, Lesnar... Taker Goldberg, what if number 30 is like an incredible surprise that takes the whole fucking thing? I what? mean, who would that have been? Like, you guys. All the people we just mentioned. Yeah. Like, it could have been anyone. Yeah. yeah. Even if it huh. was somebody from earlier in the night, Owens and Styles would have been far more preferable to bring anybody back from earlier in the night. Yeah, like Styles would have been great. He, he, has, he lost the title. He lost. Right. Yeah. So he he has a, a big motivation. He's a shit angry fucking mad vindictive heel yeah. who's bitter and, and, and thinks everything's owed to him. He had all the, the determination in the world to come out at number 30 and take the fucking well, thing, or at least add something to the match. And right. I think something that like pisses me off about this is like uh, <laughs> Roman Reigns is a guy that like he's played like he's Superman. Sure. And, and it's like... Oh, that would be Michael Cole's like he had a match with Kevin Owens that was a no date DQ match that like for all intents and purposes was hard hitting and like both guys should be which one was that uh, Roman Reigns Kevin Owens oh yeah like they had a very hard hitting match that like it's the type of match that should have ended where like Raw comes out and both of them are like nursing injuries. Roman sure. Reigns lost the match and got beat up by Braun Strowman afterwards and like smashed through a table a couple of times. Yes, he did not sell that 
one iota. I in agree. This. His Reigns music in number- the right matches and scenarios will work, but he's he does he does not sell. Yeah, he's it's like, bad at selling. It's like, and it makes me. What I hate about Roman Reigns is like he he destroys the disbelief that wrestling is. Uh, legit, le- like re- legit. He basically he, it's he, bad enough that he, they book him to be like he immortal. breaks the reality of it. It's like yes. this is right up there with like Rusev, who you know was booked like a monster for a year, did his finisher to Roman Reigns, assisted by a, like a damn chain. Yep. And Roman Reigns shrugged it off, powered out, and hit his finisher once and pinned Rusev. This is like right up there with that, where it's like yeah. you know he got destroyed in a match by you know multiple guys. One guy that they're trying to build is just this super monster. Like, you know, hours beforehand, or like maybe, Cena with maybe an hour beforehand. No, it's Cena? Rusev. Rusev. Did C- no, I know. It wasn't, wasn't that Cena against Rusev with the chain? No, it was Rusev versus Roman Reigns. Oh, has he done the chain two times? Because he had the chain with Cena once, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're Man. saying, you're saying Cena or Cena? Cena. John oh. Cena? Yeah. Cena Evil. As in Cena Evil. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. But it just, it, it breaks the reality of wrestling in a way for me that makes me enjoy the entire sport less. Yeah. Right. Um, it just yeah. uh, unfortunately our biggest fears that we've been saying for the last couple of years of Reigns being super Cena early to middle career yeah. super Cena 2.0 it, it's so far it's all becoming and continuing to be reality yeah I don't yeah. want that to be I don't are, want that for another are we years. not gonna like Reigns until like how we like Cena now where we have to wait nine fucking years is that how the, I don't want to fucking work yeah because I don't want to fucking yeah. wait for that that's I how it works for Cena. nobody does we got I'm Cena. pissed you're gonna have to do this podcast for nine more years <laughs> Um, <laughs> and at the end, Roman Reigns will put over some indie darlings in nine years, and we'll yes. be like, "We love you. Oh, you were so great. You lost. You lost to Ricochet. <laughs> Thank you for doing that for us." Um, anyway, it was just such a wasted spot. Yeah, just, um, just send like the, the crowd home. The final four in the happy. Rumble was the Undertaker, Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt, Roman Reigns. Um, when the Undertaker got eliminated, it was like fuck. Yeah, and when Bray Wyatt got eliminated, it was r- like damn. There were when, rumors online of like. Mania is going to yeah. be Reigns Taker, and I'm like, that's the one, the one match I don't want to see. <laughs> and there it was, yeah, teased plain and simple. That's it's, happening. It's coming. it's just I just I reject the belief that Roman Reigns is the best. How can they keep him a face any longer? Yeah, I don't know how they can do it. But so um, I hope Roman's reign comes to an end. Right, because it's done. Yeah, I agree yeah, with that. I, yeah, that's I, I agree with that. That's I, I fine. Just, I was just trying to get us an out. So, so, um, so uh, the match ended with uh, Roman Reigns or with getting eliminated by Randy Orton. Randy yep. Orton wins the Rumble. Orton which did win. Who's I'll my admit, call? Was surprising. I did not expect that. Really, I mean, this was a Rumble that uh, he was my call, but I didn't think he would win. Like one through twenty nine of this Rumble, amazing. I loved this Rumble. Number thirty made it. Like I don't know, fucking awful. Yeah, the winner made up for it because it wasn't Roman Reigns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, it's like it's, like, it's like I saw something on Reddit that was just like, this has to be really fucking shitty if like we're excited that Randy Orton won the Rumble. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. But uh, Joey's already been on Reddit and checked the, the opinions. Oh, I was oh, already yeah. on Twitter and Reddit. That's I was already on Twitter and Reddit. That's so um, we've talked about this match at length. Let's, I guess, go around and uh, give final thoughts. Steven, I'd love to hear about just the experience of watching this with a group. That's what a yes. lot of people suggested. Yeah. Yes. Was we the did raffle it. fun? Did yes. you uh, enjoy the experience of watching a match in a party scenario? Do you hate it more? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, maybe I hate it more. Um, you know, it's, <laughs> it's fine. It, there's something... Um, I guess there's something I think about like when we're I, I've done like uh, foot, a Super Bowl or like Oscar parties where we watch it and hang out. And there's something fun about those because generally everybody kind of like talks and has fun uh, and can like be a part of it. And it's not that that didn't happen in this. It's just it's that a loud I'm, room. It's a loud room. I'm sort of out of it anyway because I don't fucking get what everybody's talking about. The only thing people care about is wrestling. And um, also every two minutes, it's important to like yell about whoever has come in and then spend 30 seconds of that. Either like, cheering or bitching. Cheering or bitching. And then like every time a move happens, a scream, like it's just screaming. So it's just like it's a lot of yelling. The, the communal experience of what I like about watching events like this is a, a little bit lost, a little bit lost. Sure. Um, so, you know, I don't know. It was fine. It was fine. Um you know, I was I was I was a little I was a little bit more intrigued because I had two people who seemed like they were hanging out towards the end. I mean, my guys didn't get eliminated until I think like the high twenties. I don't yeah. know if that's correct or not. Yeah, Jericho but, stayed in until near very. Yeah, Bar- Corbin went to twenty one. Jericho, I think, went to like twenty 
seven or something yeah, that like sounds that. about right yeah yeah 27 so like eh, my guys are doing all right i was like oh cool maybe i'll win this thing mm-hmm. and then and then i'd have ten dollars and be that much closer to a palatial estate of course uh because i put that with my 10 million dollar bet that i'm putting on myself when i have one leg yeah, yeah. Right anyway um you're originally gonna do nine million nine hundred thousand uh, yeah, yeah you get it except for ten dollars mm-hmm. yeah, except yeah, for yeah. ten dollars uh and you're like oh a, a cool 10 million <laughs> yeah now i'm ready now i'm fucking there because i didn't have the other ten dollars yeah, yeah, yeah i don't know how i'd get it yeah um so, uh, so yeah, like the, the communal experience might maybe a little bit lost on me. Um, you know, it's it lovely being in this beautiful place. Uh, so I got to give you guys that, but ultimately it was like kind of a lame, long wrestling match with people that, uh, I don't think I care about. You, you mentioned like a lot of stories paying off and juggling. Like there was the thing with Seamus and his partner and, um, you know, I get Sami Zayn and his rival and like all this stuff. And I'm like, I don't know what this is. I don't care. So uh, some of the excitement that you guys have with it is immediately lost you on know, me. I know. And I know that you don't know all of the continuing and right. past and storylines right. and shit that they're working towards. So right. I know it's a little tough to get. Well, into. So, yeah, yeah, it's a little lost on me. So o- overall, like just as a Royal Royal Rumble, regardless of like uh, the people here, that's a weak experience. If, if Unless you're invested in the last year of wrestling, um, I would say that this is like a hard thing to uh, fully appreciate or enjoy, um, you know, the communal experience, maybe just a little small bump up, um, mm-hmm. but, but but small. So I don't know. I'd probably rate it like a, like a one and a half or something. One and a, <laughs> okay. One and a half out of the 10 Ty Dillinger's. <laughs> oh, well, it, I will okay, say sorry. this. 0.75. My, okay. Well, my. let me say this. I will say this. I know that Joey and I are going to rate it one through 29 and then number 30. Yeah. yeah I know yeah. we're ah. going to rate it twice. So here's, yeah, so let's, yeah, 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 let's I actually. feel like you're rating one through 29 at a 1.4. How do you rate number 30? Because it trolled us so hard and you looked like very you happy. said that you wanted Roman Reigns. Yeah, at you that looked point, very well, happy. You know, some sometimes things are just like such a nightmare that you're like, make it worse. Like, make it worse for people. Sure. Yeah, uh, and I'm I, sure like, you enjoyed it because you had no in, in, enjoyment for the most part of the actual wrestling. Yeah, you got to have a little moment. We were disappointed. Yeah, I, Je- Jesse Klein after the whole thing said he was on my side. Wrestling is stupid, and I was like, <laughs> this is great. Like, this is this is what I want. And I know I feel like if I got Roman Reigns, I would have get to gotten like at least two more people to like jokingly admit that. But but I would have won. Uh, and I'm gonna get there, guys. Your goal. Is, so we're, our goal is to convince you to, to love wrestling. Your goal is to convince n- numerous people to not love it. Of yeah. course. Every every guest that decides to come over to my side and go like wrestling is stupid i win uh i win just a little bit and if i can convince you know the 60 or something guests we've had and all of them come over to my side then yeah that's a fucking slam dunk dude uh, and i'll get there i'll get there just we didn't roman reigns to go on like uh a fucking like he just keeps on squashing everybody you love for like three months and he just squashes I mean, literally everybody he comes out and beats the undertaker yeah. goldberg squashes like yeah, yeah nothing he, he, he kills cena jack Gallagher yeah. off of Titan Towers. Yeah. Oh, Jack yeah. Gallagher, I love you. And, 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 and he could have saved himself had he brought his umbrella up there. Yeah. Because he could have floated down, but Reigns broke the umbrella over. Oh, uh, while yeah. looking directly into the camera like he knows what he's doing. And then evil. he looked at the camera and he says, Ooh, and then jumps off the roof, but he can fly because he's Superman. Yeah, yeah. Superman punches the camera and cracks it and then flies away. Stone Cold Steve fucking hate him. Steve Austin tries to give him a stunner and then is stopped in midair because he can't possibly take down that Superman and then Baron Corbin <laughs> Rome I always forget his name Roman Reigns flips his head up and flies uh, Stone Cold into Steve the Austin sun. into the sun yeah he's burned he alive he dies like Superman would dispose he of he truly rode missile. off into the sunset yeah. for the very last time yeah. Steve Austin that's how I want that to go what <laughs> what son Sherry's berries so uh, the mm-hmm. you said that the enjoyment of watching it with a group helped you enjoy it just a little bit more, but yeah. like basically just like all of the crazy storylines and entrances, it was just like noise and lost on you a little bit. Yeah, for yep. sure. I mean, yeah, there was there was a, there was more excitement about the things in the order, and you guys are oh, it's interesting. It's like they planned this. I'm like, oh, that's lost on me. That's just these are I just people it. coming out, and I'm like, whatever. Well, uh, I guess uh, my comparison would be like. I saw the first, like, I saw, like, the, the fourth Harry Potter movie and then, like, the second part of the seventh one. Yeah. So, to me, yeah. <laughs> seeing so little of that, the, it was, like, I enjoyed, like, you know, numbers, Harry Potter number seven part two. I don't care about this movie But it's, like, I didn't care about, like, you know, I was I saw it in the theater when it came out and, like, there were, like, a bunch Neville of... comes out to stand up to Voldemort? What are you talking about? I mean, about? there were a bunch of, Neville? like, there were a bunch yeah, of, like, Neville teenage girls next to me that, like, the started... Wrestler, bur- Neville? That, 
Is that? Yes, really? it's him. Like there were a bunch of teenage girls next to me that burst into tears within the first two minutes of the movie, and I laughed because it was like I don't understand this. That's like fucked up, Joey. I've never seen like any of them except for like I think part like six or something. Dobby the house a bunch elf of... just died. How dare you laugh at them? Yeah, Dolphy. But I just I don't know. Einstein. To me, it's just like wow, somebody cried two minutes into this movie. That's somebody insane. they brought a bunch of friends brought me to part six. Mm. I saw I think I don't remember fucking anything about it, except for like some dark clouds or something, which I think they took from Lost. I think that's the another opening show I never watched. What you're talking about good. Yeah. So I feel like I watched about an hour of it. I fell asleep for another hour. Mm-hmm. I woke up and there were 45 minutes left. Yeah, that sounds right. How long is that movie? Yeah, six isn't my favorite. It's just like what I was saying was um, it's just because there was so much context that was lacking. All I could sort of appreciate was the flashing colors. Sure. Just I like, oh, that. there's a fight scene. And like, I guess there's cool music happening while this guy's doing a thing. Yeah. And like everybody oh. around me is reacting big. So I guess I get that this is important. Uh, I mean... Uh, you know, number four is the Triwizard Tournament, Joey. And if that's the one you saw, that's that's a great film. It stands I saw on its own. It was okay. It's ugh, you're insane. Uh, so but, yeah, uh, well, so, one and a half or point seven five after rated out of ten. Joey, what are you thinking? Um, yeah, like uh, I'll agree. I thought that the um, the one through twenty nine of this was amazing. It lived yeah, up to I the hype. But this was a very heavily hyped Rumble, and yeah, one through twenty nine was amazing. Yeah, Roman it was Reigns, a star studded Rumble, no like, doubt, for the most part. Like Roman Reigns coming out was. T- fucking awful it was the worst like well we were talking about like it's sort of like one through 29 is probably a five out of five or a 10 out of 10 really roman yeah yeah i enjoyed it i think that like everybody everybody got their shit in it was a great sampler platter of a rumble of seeing you know everybody kind of do their stuff yeah all right one through 29 i would rate a 10 out of 10 roman reigns coming out and almost winning i would put a one out of 10 so basically we were talking about earlier like ty dillinger coming out at number 10 kind of cancels out Roman Reigns a little bit because yeah, that's so amazing. Winning and not Reigns. Like, oh, God, it could have been worse if Reigns came. So, like, <laughs> I'm going to... Oh yeah, yeah. So I'm going to give this, I think, because the Ty Dillinger entrance was so amazing and so much of what I wanted as a fan and such a good payoff of, like, all of his hard work. I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. Wow. Okay. Nick? Um. Uh, yeah, so I agree that Ty Dillinger was, like, the one really good, perfect, actual fan service thing that we got it's like hey you know what makes sense also right like now? jack gallagher the, yeah. the, the the sorrow run the jack gallagher was a run. great surprise and like he's over and Zane i was very happy around y2j sticking around That's there was sad when we're more pumped about like fucking james ellsworth yeah making an appearance than like the, the guy who they think is like good at number yeah. three yeah uh the undertaker disappearance spot was cool oh it was awesome yeah uh one through 29 uh, I'd I'd say that was like a four point eight out of five. I thought yeah. it was a real good fucking rumble, truly yeah. star studded, a great build up until number thirty, which I give a negative balls out of thirty. Yeah, I can't even begin to tell you how much I hated it. Nick, balls isn't a number. It's negative balls, Stephen. Well, negative balls isn't a number. No, either. balls isn't a number. Negative balls. Is a number. Listen, I'm. I know a lot Man, about Nick. Math. Like That's somebody needs it. to like teach you the difference between numbers and nouns. Yeah. One, two, purple, negative balls. You're, all, you're getting there. You're getting there. Shoop, key, shoop, 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 shoop. Okay, great. So uh, we've learned that. Uh, a lot of people suggested that Stephen watch the Royal Rumble as a part yeah. of a group. They yeah. said that that's a great yep. way for him to love wrestling. Didn't work. You guys were wrong. <laughs> um, Appreciate though, the thought, though. I do think that if we started watching some Jack Gallagher matches, that you'd grow to love him. Yeah, get, let's do an episode. I'll try. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Try and do a Jack Gallagher-centric something. Yeah. Great. Well, um, thank you so much, everybody, for listening to our special Royal Rumble 2017 immediately after it episode. Yeah, probably- and all of Rumble Week. We Guys, yeah. yes. eight episodes pushing really hard. we got a whole bunch of reviews. We appreciate it. We always want more. So if you're, if you're sitting at your computer right now or if you've enjoyed uh, the last week of eight episodes or any of the shows we've done, yes. go ahead and drop us a five-star review on iTunes. Yeah. Leave, leave us a little review. We really appreciate it. Uh, that support means a lot to us. Absolutely. Everybody, yeah. thanks so much for listening to Rumble Week. Uh, and uh, and tell us tell us how you felt about the Rumble. Tweet at us at YSLW Podcast. We'd love to hear, We'd love to hear it. Shoot us an email at youshouldloverestling at gmail.com. Yep. Uh, and, and thanks to all of our guests on Rumble Week. We had Maddox, Justin Donaldson, Mysterious Coconos, Nick mm-hmm. Mundy, Chet Wild. You guys were all great. Yeah, we had Requestlemania, a lot of yeah. great fan requests. Absolutely. So thanks for listening all week. Guys, you're the best. Keep tweeting, keep listening, keep subscribing. Uh, and uh, we got just one one last thing we got to do before we wrap up. Well, I just want to say also, I hope <laughs> I, I, I hope my car. I hope next year uh, we don't get 
burned by rains again in the rumble. We say yeah. every year we're not going to watch, and look what we do because we're addicts, yep. Steven. Yep. <sighs> Got a question for you. Oh, yeah. Nick you... wants to ask it. I'm asking. Do you love wrestling? Can I keep one of Jason's arms? Yes. Still no. Damn it. But do you like hanging out with a room full of friends? Steven barely likes us. <laughs> uh, sometimes comedy comes from truth. Guys, uh, thanks for listening to Rumble Week. Have a good one. Thanks for listening. If you want to reach out to us on Twitter, you can find us at YSLW Podcast. Or if you have match suggestions or questions, shoot us an email at you should love wrestling at gmail.com. Joey, where can we find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter at Joey Tainman. And you can listen to my other podcast, 25 Minutes of Silence, which is a podcast where a guest and I sit in silence for 25 minutes, also on Boardwalk Audio. Nick, where can we find you on social media? Oh, guys, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Gligger, G-L-I-G-O-R. What about you, Stephen? You can find me all across the internet at Pearlstein. Be sure and like, subscribe, and give us a review on iTunes. Give us that five-star rating. Write some nice comments. Maybe we'll read them on the air. Thanks for listening to You Should Love Wrestling. Guys, we will catch you next time. This has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.